Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Hey, Patriots, welcome back. It's Valentine's week. And you know Rick Santorum is one big, happy uh, presidential candidate. We're going to talk about Rick Santorum, and you've got Doc Holliday here. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. You're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net, where you're going to hear some rock-splitting politics today like you do every week. My goodness, Rick Santorum, triple crown winner, got Missouri, Minnesota, and Colorado. Won all three states last Tuesday night in a, in a most dramatic fashion. And now this Republican race is taking another turn. We're going to be talking about that today. Also got the Tombstone of the Week Award coming up. And you know, the Tombstone of the Week Award has got to go to somebody that says something or, uh, or does some deed or action that should be buried six feet beneath a tombstone and this week we got a tombstone a week award it goes to a campaign so see whose campaign is going to get this week's tombstone of the week award and not only that we also have added something new to doc holidays rock splitting politics we've got the rock splitting obama fact we got to be telling facts and there's so many of them that the public just may not understand so we got another end up the show with another rock splitting obama fact so wow you stay around with us we got so much to do one thing i got to say about rick santorum i I just think you got to say that man's ready to jump think you can say rick santorum has just jumped he has jumped right into this race going full throttle i'm telling you he had a everybody knew he had a little uh iowa that didn't come out strong because they didn't give him the iowa win until <laughs> about uh, just before the south carolina primary so rick santorum had a big night and you got to say this does change the race now how much we're going to have to see as days go by February is a long time to Super Tuesday, but it is a short month. And no matter what uh, Mitt Romney says and all his campaign says, what happened last Tuesday with uh, Santorum winning in Minnesota, Missouri, and in Colorado was a big thing. They'll tell you, hey, the delegates, there weren't many delegates really at stake. It's just a process. But I'm telling you, Rick Santorum has hit something big and how big it is, we're going to have to wait and see. Only time will tell. But I will say this, is that we're going to hear from him on today's show uh, what he had to say. We're going to listen to his victory speech. Time and time again, I've mentioned that Rick Santorum needs to feel comfortable in his skin. 
and he needs to be himself, and he needs to come out with confidence and smiling. And I'm telling you what, when he gave his victory speech last Tuesday night, and they weren't even sure about Colorado at that time, but we see a winner. We see a real bona fide winner, and I'm telling you, Rick Santorum hit a stride that he has not hit before. Now, what does that mean to Newt, and what does that mean to Mitt? What does that mean to Ron Paul, and what does that mean to Barack Obama? We're going to listen to a little bit of his speech in just a few minutes, and then we're going to talk about it. But I do have to tell you, I think Rick Santorum hit a home run. You know, <laughs> triple crown, a triple, I don't know what you want to call it. But he was not only got on base, he scored some points, got some more delegates. Hey, in delegates, he is in second place in delegates now. So what does that mean to Newt? Well, we've got to talk about that, and it's, we're going to do that in just a few minutes. First, I want to give you this week's Tombstone of the Week Award, and we've got some new listeners, and I'm glad you're listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party, and we do some rock-splitting politics, and I'm telling you, um, I just... I just like that name, Rock Splitting Politics, don't you? Well, it's the title of my new book, if you don't know about it. I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. But let me go ahead and tell our new listeners that Doc Holliday's Tombstone of the Week Award is not given to a person. It's given to their words, their deeds, or actions of a person or a group for something that should be buried six feet in the ground beneath a tombstone because it's so outrageous. So this week, our Tombstone of the Week Award goes to our campaign. Whose campaign? It goes to Obama's campaign because all these months, this Obama and all his team and Axelrod and everybody's just raved on. And, and you remember the Supreme Court and State of the Union address a couple of years ago now, and when Obama just dressed down the Supreme Court judges for their ruling. I mean, dressed them down right there in the State of the Union address, which, which was very unpresidential, very uncalled for. And he didn't like their ruling about super PACs. And he said he didn't like super PACs. <laughs> and now the campaign, Obama's campaign, has done a 180-degree turn. And guess what? They now have their own super PAC. So they get this week's Tombstone of the Week Award for their hypocrisy, okay? The, that's not the only thing that they have lived in hypocrisy about. But it is it's funny, but it's real, because this man, is, where is our character? Where is character? Where is somebody standing on what you believe in? And I, well, He doesn't have it. It says campaign staff, they are just... Axelrod, hey, they're from Chicago. What more do I have to say? They're from the state of Illinois. How many governors are in the penitentiary or have been in the penitentiary? So uh, I won't go on about Illinois, but I'm, I'm just telling you, the good people of Illinois, I hope, I hope Obama does not win the state of Illinois come November. So I just got to tell you. He gets, his campaign team gets this week's Doc Holliday's Tombstone of the Week Award. Wow, we're having fun already and we're just getting started. I got to tell you about Rick Santorum. Hey, won't we just go right now and let's listen to uh, uh, some of his victory speech from last Tuesday night. Now, I want you to be sure to listen to uh, his voice, listen to his inflection, 
Listen to the beaming. You don't have to see his face. You, don't, you can go to YouTube and watch this, but I, I want you to hear his words and see how it's beaming throughout his whole body and his presence and the crowd there. For the first time, I've seen Rick Santorum really light the fire. So uh, I want, this last few minutes is going to be about five minutes, but I want you to listen to his voice and the way he's come around as a candidate. He has matured into a top-tier candidate and... This is why I think so. You take a listen to. Conservatism is alive and well in Missouri and Minnesota. Uh, thank you all so very, very much. It is great to be here. I just can't thank the people of Missouri. We doubled him up here and in Minnesota. I want to also thank, I have to always thank, first off, let me just thank God for giving us the grace to be able to persevere. Through the, through the dog days and, uh, and blessing us and blessing our family. My wife, Karen, here, what a rock. I mean, what a rock through these last few weeks. We have had, we have had more drama than any family really needs. And, uh, and she has just been an amazing rock and a great blessing to me. And I just want to thank you in particular, my sweet, for all you've done. Thank you. I want to thank my kids, the two who are here, Elizabeth and John, and all the kids listening home. I, we're, I'll be home in a couple of days. Uh, it's been a while, and I just, I just want a, a particular little note to my Bella, who I know is watching me and looking at her daddy. So I love you, sweetie. Thank you so much for getting healthy. Your votes today were not just heard loud and wide across the state of Missouri and Minnesota, but they were heard loud and louder all across this country. And particularly in a place that I suspect maybe in Massachusetts, they were heard particularly loud tonight. Tonight was not just a victory for us, but tonight was a victory for the voices of our party, conservatives and Tea Party people, who are out there every single day in the vineyards building the conservative movement in this country, building the base of the Republican Party, and building a voice for freedom in this land. Thank you. Uh, there's probably another person who uh, maybe, maybe is listening to your cheers here tonight also. And that might be at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. You better start listening to the voice of the people. But then again, I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't listening. Why would you think he would be listening now? Has he ever listened to the voice of America before? No, he, why? Because he thinks he knows better. He thinks he's smarter than you. 
He thinks he's someone who is a privileged person who should be able to rule over all of you. But we have a different message for him. He's someone who, well, let's just go look at the record. If you look at when it came to the, uh, the Wall Street bailouts, did the President of the United States listen to you when it came to bailing out the big banks? No. Why? Because he thought he just knew better. He and his friends on Wall Street knew better than what was, for, what, what was good for this country. When it came to the problems that were being confronted on, uh, on Obamacare, when, he, when the health care system in this country, did President Obama, when he was pushing forward his radical health care ideas, listen to the American people? Why? Because he thinks he knows better how to run your lives and manage your health care. When it comes to the environment, did the President of the United States listen to the American people? Or did he push a radical cap-and-trade agenda that would crush the energy and manufacturing sector of the economy? Did he listen to you? No. no, because he thinks he knows better. Ladies and gentlemen, we need a president who listens to the American people. When the majority of Americans oppose these radical ideas and they speak loudly against them, we need a president who listens to them. Here's the problem. The problem is, in this Republican field, you have been listening. Tonight, the voters of America, the voters here in Missouri, the voters in Minnesota, and I'm hopeful the voters in Colorado, right? I hope you have been listening to our message. Because if you, uh, you've, you listened to our message and you found out that on those issues, health care, the environment, cap and trade, and on the Wall Street bailouts, Mitt Romney has the same positions as Barack Obama. And in fact, would not be the best person to come up and fight for your voices for freedom in America. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I don't stand here to claim to be the conservative alternative to Mitt Romney. I stand here to be the conservative alternative to Barack Obama. Now that's a winner for you. That's a fired up crowd. And I'm glad that you listened through that because I wanted you to hear his voice, the crowd, the way he was appealing, the way he was putting out his uh, philosophy and he has matured into that candidate with some firepower that he wasn't just a couple of weeks ago. So I'm glad that uh, not only we listened to that, but I'm going to talk about what that means for Newt. I'm going to tell you three things that Rick Santorum must do immediately. And also we're going to talk about Mitt Romney and the Massachusetts uh, crew and whatever they are going to do. So we're going to be talking about that. It's very important that, uh, that we... Uh, Dig into some things you may not hear on any other <laughs> radio show. So that's why Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics is right here for you. Now, before I tell you about those things, let me remind you that you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. I'm Ed Holliday, your host. And Doc Holliday's Tea Party is here. And we are delivering up some Rock Splitting Politics. And that's why I'm glad you're listening to us. 
and you listen to us right here on webtalkradio.net. So tell your friends, uh, link us to all your friends, email folks, let them know about Doc Holliday and these rock-splitting politics right here. And now, let me tell you one more thing before we jump right into the message that Rick Santorum sent into Newt and Mitt and <laughs> President Obama. First, let me tell you that I do have a book called Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, and you can get it at my website. Thank you for those who have ordered it, and there's plenty more books, so get on there, get them for your liberal friends, your moderate friends, your independents, your Democrats, Republicans. Everybody needs to read Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, and I still got it at the Herman Cain 999 plan. It's $9.99. Herman Cain may be gone from the field for the presidency, but his dream lives on, and you can dream lives right on in Doc Holliday's book called uh, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics that you can get online at this very moment for $9.99, and it's a great gift <laughs> uh, if you got a friend coming up for birthday. But more than that, you need to read it because you know I told you about what is America's 70-year itch in American politics. Uh, I've told you uh, why Gettysburg, the Battle of Gettysburg, why it parallels to the politics of today. And also, there's some things about Humpty Dumpty politicians and things you won't hear anywhere else. you got to go get the book and get online at www.teaparty.ms or check out the front page of the website and they'll have the book cover. Just click on that and go right, right to the page and get one ordered. Okay. Now, let's get right on into this. Just dig down in the meat. We, we are in the thrust, right in the middle of what it means to, to win the presidency, what it means to win the nomination to get to the White House. And Mitt Romney looked like he had it sewed up two or three times. Newt Gingrich would come up from the dead. <laughs> he, he came up, said he's going to win this nomination, he looked like he was flying high, got shot down like a duck over Iowa. But, you know, he didn't lay them in there dead. <laughs> and I don't think there's any uh, hunting dog came and drug him out of the swamp there uh, after he got shot down in Iowa. No, he, he, uh, he, he somehow he, he, he dusted himself off. And you, you heard me tell about seeing him there in Charleston, South Carolina at that debate two days before the South Carolina primary and he was on fire and he connected with the audience and lo and behold the Romney people thought <laughs> it was they were in a horror movie where the monster would not die just kept coming back alive and and Newt scared the heebie-jeebies right out of Mitt Romney and the Republican establishment and all those who invested millions already into the Romney campaign so what did they do they, they looked down, and they had such a large pail of money, and they, they've raised so much money. So in Florida, they plastered the airwaves of anti-Gingrich ads, just, just raised his negatives. They knew his negatives were already high. Everybody knows that. And they raised them up, <laughs> and Florida came through for Mitt Romney. And I, I wonder, is Gingrich over with? Is, is the, do the conservatives have... Anybody that can win between Santorum and Gingrich. And I told you, that Yoda moment. No, there is another. 
uh, it, it can be either one of them. Even now, we see Santorum. I wanted you to hear the victory in his voice for the first time. I think Rick Santorum is comfortable in his skin. He knows he's always, he wouldn't be running for president if he didn't think he had it in him. But now, I think that that uh, maturity as a candidate, the way he was uh, had rapport with the crowd, and you heard it. That's why I wanted you to hear that speech, not just a clip. Other places, they'll play a clip here, a clip there. You needed to hear it all together, and that's why I put it on there, because you need to know, does this man have what it takes to be the next president? Does Rick Santorum have what it takes to beat Barack Obama? These are things that only you Doc Holliday's Tea Party and Doc Holliday's rock-splitting politics and the conservatives around the country, we are going to be the ones to decide who should be in the White House. I believe that. And if we don't get behind a candidate, then we're going to be given a candidate. I don't like being given a candidate. There was the outlaw Josie Wells. You know, Clint Eastwood played that character, the outlaw Josie Wells, and I, he, I'm going to paraphrase him. You've heard this. And, but I, I'll paraphrase it. He said, he said you, you don't urinate on my back and tell me it's raining. Gets you upset. Got <laughs> Josie Wells upset. Gets me upset when the establishment tells us who the nominee is going to be. And if you don't want the establishment to tell you, then it's time to get together and let's make sure in these next few weeks that we can find a conservative that we know can not only uh, win the nomination, but can beat the uh, ever-living daylights out of the Democratic nominee as far as politically. That's what we've got to show a conservative that knows how to fight. And if it's Mitt Romney, I'm going to get behind him. If it's Rick Santorum, I'm going to get behind him. If it's Newt Gingrich, I'll get behind him. Ron Paul, if you think he can win the nomination, if he does, I'll get behind him. But I'm telling you, we can't allow four more years of Barack Obama. I'm telling you, and you know that. That's why you're listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. But I've got to tell you the thing about Newt now. Where does Newt go? I told you that when Rick Santorum won those three victories, all of a sudden he's got four states. Newt's got one. Mitt's got three. Uh <laughs> And does Santorum trump uh, Newt Gingrich? And how much money is Newt raising? Well, one of the things that and you heard it first here on, I won't say first, but one of the first places because they didn't put it out in a lot of the papers. But there's from the Tea Party Nation, Judson Phillips. And Judson was one of the very first right after a CNN debate in Tampa, Florida on September 12th. That week after, he came out and was for Newt Gingrich. At that time, Gingrich was always below 8%. He was one of eight on the stage, and he did not seem to be gaining any traction. But Judson came out because he said he had the values. He saw him operate in that debate and said, this man can beat Barack Obama. And that was a little early, but all of a sudden, Newt came on strong, and we know what happened. And, and I told you, he got shot down like a duck over Iowa. Then he, he rose again like, a, <laughs> like some, some a monster in a horror movie as far as the Romney people are concerned in South Carolina. 
So they said they were going to do him in in Florida. Now, did they do him in or can he rise again? And that's what he's hoping to get to Super Tuesday. But that's what happened when Rick Santorum got into this fight and won not one, not two, but three states all in one, <laughs> one night. It was when he hit Minnesota, Missouri, and Colorado. That was a grand slam home run. That was three states for somebody who needed a big boost. And this is what you got to understand. Mitt Romney is outspending Rick Santorum almost 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Newt's outspending Rick Santorum. But Rick is obviously, obviously doing something to appeal to the people. To appeal, appeal to the Republicans. So we're going to watch him, and I'm telling you to watch the way his language is. He's getting more fluent, and as he gets more fluent and some repetition in his speak and speech, and as the crowd comes along with him and they start yelling and getting some excitement, he's the man to watch. Now, can he get shot down? Yes. I told you there's three things I was going to tell you that Rick Santorum needs to do. Number one, he has got to already, I mean, he needs to do this yesterday, but he's got to prepare for the onslaught of the Romney negative ads. Look, people have invested in Mitt Romney's candidacy, not a little here or there. I'm talking about by the millions. You look at his super PAC. He has raised money getting ready to go against Barack Obama. But if he can't get uh, to the nomination, he's going to use that money. First of all, he's got to get the nomination. So if he's got tens of millions of dollars, and he does, then, you know, the people who have invested in Mitt Romney, they don't want to see their investment go away. So you better believe some negative ads are coming to Rick Santorum. They've already started, but they're going to come with an onslaught. Look what the negative ads did to Newt Gingrich and his image down in Florida. So, uh, you know, it's not going. this is for the President of the United States, Rick Santorum, and to see how strong you are. I'm telling you, Rick Santorum, we are watching to see how you are going to fight back against these negative ads. Do you go negative? Do you, do you go robust with your strength and where you're strong? But how are you going to fight back when you're getting outspent 10 to 1? Well, my suggestion is you get to the Tea Party folks and you mention the Tea Party and you realize that's your leverage. The Tea Party is your leverage to uh, pry yourself away from Newt Gingrich, even though a lot of Tea Partiers like Newt. Hey, I like Newt, but... If you can get that Tea Party advantage, where there's already an infrastructure ready to go to find a conservative that uh, will speak to their needs, and that can be you, Rick Santorum, and you got—that's the first thing you got to do. Be prepared to you, your game plan against the onslaught of the Romney money. You know it's coming. And the second thing you got to do, Rick Santorum, is you've got to now listen to all these. Uh, if everybody listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now could speak, this is what they'd be saying, Rick Santorum. You've got to be able to reach out and start connecting the people in all the states that have not yet voted. That's, you can't stretch yourself thin. You can, only, you can only be in one place at one time, but your supporters have got to be on the ground game now, and you know that. So get out there. 
And you and uh, if you believe in a strong conservative, you like Rick Santorum, reach out to him. That's what's going to do it. You can't wait till Rick knocks on your door. He can't knock on every door. But the the infrastructure that Rick Santorum does not have in other states, how quick can it materialize? It it can happen quick if people get behind Rick. Rick. So quick, Rick. That's that, that's number two. He's got to get the ground game very quickly. Number three, where are you, the super PACs? You know, there's got to be some super PACs building up for Rick Santorum. There's no way he can win the presidency, no way he can win the nomination without the super PACs building up. So that's the three things. He's got to, number one, be prepared and fight back and have his game plan ready. I think Newt, he disappointed me and others. And uh, when his game plan was, he, he looked like he was just uh, almost like a spoiled brat. And he, I wanted to see Newt fight more instead of just trying to tear someone up. And so that is something that we need to watch and see how Rick Santorum is going to handle this onslaught. Uh, speaking of that, real quick, I tell you, Judson Phillips wrote, I told you he got out in front for Newt back in September, but he wrote, a, wrote an open letter saying he's very disappointed in Newt's uh, campaign staff and the way they were not working, you know, uh, together in, in coordination in the state of Florida. He was there. He saw their lack of coordination. And so uh, he was questioning Newt's uh, campaign staff. If, you know, if he wanted to win the race, he needed to shake up and do some things that aren't happening. Saying all that to say that was the first thing that Rick's got to do. The second thing, like I said, he's got to get his ground game. And if you like Rick, you can help Rick get that quick uh, ground game going. Uh, so give him a call if you like him. Now, the third thing, like I said, the super PACs. And I told you all last week, if you listen to the show, you go back and listen to it. I mentioned that uh, uh, Freeze Foster, uh, Foster Freeze, uh, 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 multi-millionaire, and he's going to start getting some money in the pack for Rick Santorum. But it's not just that. Now, a lot of these evangelical groups came out and said, we're going to, uh, we're going to back Rick Santorum. But you can't just say you're going to back him. You better find some donors to help give him some money if you really want him to win. So you're going to have to, Rick's going to have to tell people, put their money where their mouth is. And, and that's what it's going to take for him to get any kind of traction to really, really go against Mitt Romney. Wow, Doc Holliday's Tea Party and... We are already getting to the end of the show, and I have got, I have got to tell you about this week's uh, rock-splitting Obama fact. And that is this. The rock-splitting Obama fact this week actually comes from a quote from Rick Santorum. And Rick Santorum said, Barack Obama is the most anti-religious president America has ever seen. Did you hear that? He said that President Obama, Rick Santorum, said President Obama is the most anti-religious president America's ever seen. Very true. You know what I talked about last week, what he's done for the Catholic Church to, to uh, force them against their conscience to do something. And knowing the First Amendment of the United States, he, he does not look at the Constitution. Our president has so much disrespect for the law of the land time and time again go back and listen to all the past shows this president has 
no respect for a constitution, it seems, and, and there's no better example. But there's other, you know, the same week uh, we saw where they're taking the, the word God out of the logo of the Air Force. Anything to do with any religious symbol, it's getting covered up, it's getting removed, they're bringing up lawsuits. Why is this happening? Because the President of the United States is allowing it to happen. He could put a stop to it. But he is, like Rick Santorum said, the most anti-religious president America has ever had. Now, put that in your pipe and smoke it, and I'll see you next week right here where we're going to divide up some politics called Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Next week, it'll be after Valentine's Day. We're going to see just how this campaign is going. We're going to see if Newt comes back and answers Rick Santorum. We're going to see if the onslaught of the Mitt Romney money is poured out to go against Rick Santorum. But number one, you be here, you and me and all the conservatives together across this nation. We've got a job to do. It's our duty as American citizens not to give up, not to ever give up. And uh, you can see Rick Santorum hanging in there and see what happens when you persevere. And so let me end this show with a a last quip, last about 60 seconds, what Rick Santorum says about President Obama. Listen to this. That we had a First Amendment that actually stood for freedom of conscience. That we'd have a President of the United States who would roll over that and impose his secular values on the people of this country. And it's worse than that. One of the Catholic bishops tried to communicate that through army chaplains. The Obama administration said, no, you can't do that. No, because your language is seditious. And they made them change the language of a letter from a bishop to his people. Ladies and gentlemen, Freedom is at stake in this election. We need to be the voice for freedom. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide, from the Boston Tea Party to today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.